This episode of the Franchise Marketing Show was filmed at the National Franchise Exhibition, so there might be some background noise, but I assure you the video you're about to watch or the podcast you're about to listen to is absolutely fantastic, so enjoy. Salim, welcome to the Franchise Marketing Show. Hi Steph, thanks for having me. Thanks for agreeing to actually sit down with me. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Second day of the franchise show. My feet are killing me, so look, I'm welcome in the office. Oh, so it's, it's like a win-win situation. I'd agree, I'd agree. That's what it's all about, isn't it? It is. So, Salim, tell me a little bit about yourself and what it is that you do. Hmm. So, uh, I'm Salim. Um, I'm the COO at businessesforsale.com. Um, I've been there about 10 years, uh, but before that, I've, I've always been in a bit of an operational role. Uh, I come from a food and beverage background before uh, my, my time at, uh, at Dynamis, who owns businessesforsale.com. Um, and well, really, I've risen through the ranks there. So uh, my, my, I cut my teeth there working with franchisors. So I was, uh, I was an account manager for many of these fine people at the show here today. Um, so we go, we go way back, and uh, that's how we know your good selves too. And, um, and really, what it was is that you know, we, we were always a service provider to the industry. Um, franchisors would advertise their opportunities on the site, as they still do. Uh, they generate buy leads uh, from us, um, and um, I guess what, what you know what we've we've changed a little bit um, in the last couple of years, in that we've made it more of a focus on buyers rather than leads. Okay. Uh, and um, and that's been a, that's been a bit of a game changer for us in the way we work with our clients. Um, but the idea is that look, we don't really want people kissing lots of frogs before they find their prince uh, or princess. Yeah. Um, how do we, how do we, our mission is to make sure that people don't have to kiss that many frogs, don't have to pick up the phone that many times, to pick up to refer, pick up the phone to the right, the, the best possible person that, um, that's going to buy a franchise and uh, buy into the franchise and run it and make a success of it. That's kind of, uh, that's kind of what, what, what we do in a nutshell. But um, if I were to give you a couple of numbers, uh, we get about a million, and a million and a half people to the site every month. Most of those are buyers. Yeah. Um, they could be looking to buy businesses or franchises uh, or non-franchise businesses, whatever they feel like. Um, but there's something for everybody on There's about 60-odd thousand businesses, usually okay. uh, opportunities, I should say, not just businesses, because there's some commercial property in there as well. Um, and yeah, I mean, look, we're, we're, we're a decent-sized entity. We punch above our weight class, but we're also a nice bunch of people to work with, as, as you know, Steph. Absolutely. Yeah. I would agree. <laughs> Um, and in terms of people finding you, how do people come across your website or right. your content? Well, I, I mean, um, if, if we were to if we were to put a second mission to our business, um, we're an SEO business as well. That's uh, that's our that's our main gig. That's how we get most people to the site. But then um, people can find us. But you know, a lot of a lot of our traffic now is direct because we've got that uh, the, we've got that presence with people. Um, but most people find us through an organic search on, on businesses for sale, uh, on, on Google, beg pardon. Uh, more and more Bing uh, as well now. Uh, that's changing, that's changed quite rapidly in the last okay. year. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, what's, what we found quite interesting is that by doing these sorts of events, uh, that we've sort of, we've built a different kind of following. Okay. People, these people come to us, uh, they'll come to, to, come to the stand as well now. So we have, look, I've, I've been on your website so many times. I didn't realize you were UK-based. Um, yeah, okay. we're based in London. Yeah, and then we have a nice chat about that. Come and have a cup of tea with us or something. Um, so people do actually walk into our office as well. That's actually another way that people find us. <laughs> they they walk random. into the office and then say, well, I've been looking at this business and that business. And then we'll set them down. We'll have a nice cup of tea or coffee um, and uh, talk them through what we can do together. 
Um, but yeah, that's predominantly through the internet. Just you know, long story short. Yeah. Yep, Google. <laughs> Google is Google is our friend. Yeah. yeah. Um, and in terms of franchisors, what would you say to a franchisor who is not on a third-party website like yourself? About the benefit, what's the biggest benefit for them to mm. utilise what you do? Well, okay, well, I mean, the first things first, it's about scale. Um, and, you know, sites like ours get hundreds of thousands, millions of, uh, millions of people a month looking at opportunities. It's not something that a franchisor's website is designed to do. They're, you know, they're not, their game is not SEO. And if it is, they're probably not going to be doing franchising very long. No. Um, so uh, that, that's the first thing, because uh, it is a bit of a numbers game, and you want you want to be in a place where your where your buyers are going to be looking, and we're doing the legwork um, to get those people to the site before, so they don't have to do that. Um, so uh, the other thing is, is that it sort of expands the pool of of, of buyers that you, you that, that pond that you're that you're yeah. fishing in. Um, it's uh, different sites work work differently. Ours is 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 focused more on business buyers. Um, and business owners looking to expand with some sort of synergy. Uh, but then there are other sites out there, um, Franchise Direct, for example, uh, Franchise Local, uh, who focus more on franchise seekers, um, okay. specifically with franchise uh, opportunities. Whereas we're sort of, uh, we're, we've got a bit of that, but most of our audience is business buyers. But that's, that's what it's, it's just broadening your horizons, really. Um, but different sites can do different things for, for different franchises, different sectors. Um, you, just, you just have to do a bit of homework, but really the advantage is they give you something that you're not already getting for your own site, yeah. um, and, um, and it really helps to scale up the operation. Yeah, and obviously you offer like not just the listing, but there's e-shots that you do and advertising and that kind of thing. So what's the best way for a franchisor to utilize what you offer on your site? Um, I, I'd say, okay, the best way to... to to set something up to work well with us is to have a good chat with us uh, before we get anything going. Um, it's you know we need to see the whites of each other's eyes and then figure out what we need to do to uh, talk about our goals and then figure out how we go, how we're going to get there. Because um, what we found is that one size doesn't always fit. That's true. Um, uh, definitely not in the franchise industry. Even though you might have two care brands, for example, side by side in the site, but they 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 have their unique qualities and. You know, they're their own opportunities. They're, they're the unique selling points and features. It'll work for one per What will work for one franchise brand won't work for the other, even yeah. if they're the same care sector. So having that chat's really important. So you can sort of figure out the nuances, get the content right, tell the right story, elevate the right points in that story. Um, something you, you completely understand, Steph, and you're very good at as well. <laughs> Thank um, you. And we've done that work together over the years too. But that, that consultative element of it is really important, I think, uh, yeah. to get the most out of the site. Um, but then, the, you know, having that central narrative to a brand and the way it's presented on our site and to our audience um, then feeds into all of the other activities that you can do. So whether it be an e-shot, um, we also do some good geo-targeted advertising as well, so uh, local listings. So if we, without having a consult, a consultative conversation, we don't know yeah. where you're targeting. So you might well have, as a franchisor, you might well have sold 190 out of your 200 sites and, you know, the map's looking like Swiss cheese. Um, so you don't really want to scattergun the whole thing. And having that chat with us, we can then focus on our resources on targeting the 10 areas that you really want to sell. Um, but yeah, so it's communication, really. Communication. It's quite a bespoke offering that you're kind yeah. of giving to people. Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. it's fun as well um, uh, <laughs> that way because we, we make it bespoke. Um, but what you kind of do is you set some, some common goals and challenges together. So you're kind of in it together as well. Um, 
so that it doesn't feel as if you're working bespoke. Okay. <laughs> you know, you're kind of just doing doing something together. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, in, in a nutshell, you're right. It is bespoke uh, to each brand. And of course, you know, there's more things in common with our campaigns than, than there are usually different. But it's yeah. those added nuances, that little icing on the top, um, that, that can make all the difference and get the right buys to the right, right franchise page. Yeah. So you're here at the National Franchise Expo. Um, you've been quite involved in like sponsoring different elements of it. Why is it important to you, Salim, to be involved so much in one of the shows? Well, um, I think you, you, at, at the top of the conversation, we were talking about the win-win. Um, and I think that stems from this, this sort of mutual success element of franchising. It's all about some people helping other people to succeed and in that success finding their own success. Yeah. Um, so the franchisee and the franchisor's relationship is very different to a client-supplier situation yeah. that you might get in, in another type of business where someone's buying something from you. The franchisor can't survive without their franchisees no. doing well. I mean, they, if the franchisees are doing well, they, but they have to invest in them, they have to work with them, work on them sometimes. Yeah, um, yeah. But, um, but it's, it's that thing. So it's, 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 it's a people industry. So the reason why we got involved, so we run we ran an after party last night, and I might be able to tell that I'm a little bit blurry-eyed uh, from it. Excellent, excellent conversations were being had, um, but it was um, it was about creating this sense, of, well, what's the word? Uh, I would say uh, amplifying this sense of community, yeah. building upon that. There's already a franchise community, a franchise family, if you want to call it that. Yeah. Um, it's quite a nice term. I like that term actually. But it's about getting the family together for a bit of a gig. We don't all get together very often, and particularly since since COVID. No, that's um, true. You know, there's some people here that I'd never met before in person. Um, and I've worked with him for a good couple of years now. And we've done some really cool things together. Didn't realize how tall the guy was until I <laughs> met him in person. <laughs> I, I think you know who I mean. <laughs> um, but, it's, but it's about getting people together and then letting things happen, letting things flow. Um, creating that sense of community, and you know what? It was a, it was a good laugh as well. Yeah. Uh, spoke the events. I mean, everything everything at these shows usually is. Um, but then, so why not do more of it? You know? Everyone yeah. walks away with something. Good conversations. Yeah. Yeah. Some of some of the best conversations happen away from like an office setting. Yeah. Because so. I mean, yeah, I mean, you're, where where you have the conversation can shape the conversation quite 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 drastically. I was, I was, it was a really interesting thing that we did with. Um, because um, we run open dates with some franchisors, and uh, so we have a boardroom and a and a and an alpine lodge. So our ground floor is split nice. too. I know you've got to see it; it's really cool. Um, the uh, so the space is split into two. So there's like a formal sort of bit where you have this boardroom table. Yeah, uh, it's what you'd expect for like you know if you if you went to a hotel or something like that and um, rented out a suite or something. Um, so you have the boardroom set out. Uh, so, uh, set out there for you, big AV set up, all the usual uh, sort of corporate things that you'd need to get yeah. corporate stuff done. Um, so, if, but, but the conversation then naturally feels, even if it's even if someone's being human about it, it just naturally feels a bit more numbers-based, it feels factual, feels a bit gritty, kind of like yeah. an Excel spreadsheet, because um, the space restricts you. Then, uh, so we created another space next to it, um, where once they've done the show and tell, the presentation bit, they can go into this other space, and um, get really informal, and um, and because it's it's soft sofas, soft furnishings, and everything nice. like that, the deals are actually done there. Yeah, I can um, imagine. Not in the other place, because in the other place you expect to be pitched at. Yeah. And uh, 
the other, and then the, the comfortable, the comfy sofa, kind of like these ones, um, and the soft lighting and everything like that. <laughs> it's it, it helps. Um, it helps just people be people a yeah. little bit rather than a, a corporate automaton. Um, so you know, the setting, the setting, can, the, the setting of a conversation really, uh, really can frame how what happens and how much happens as a result of it. Yeah. But I think you, your guard comes down depending on where you're at. Sometimes what sort of conversation you're having. You're not being sort of talked at, you're being spoken with, you're having a conversation yeah. instead. Um, so yeah, I can't remember where I was going with that now, but I hope that answers my question you had this now, sorry. Sorry. It's all right, <laughs> it sounds really cool. Yeah, but I mean, it's uh, yeah, a bit of an insight. I went off on one there a little bit, <laughs> as I do. Um, but yeah, it's, it's, it's about creating a space where people can do business maybe not in the same way that they're expected to. Yeah. Um, so it removes a lot of the barriers uh, that, that people can sort of put up uh, to protect themselves. Um, whereas, you know, in an industry like this, you know, if there is a situation where, you know, barriers are needed, those barriers are brought down pretty quickly because that situation is yeah. resolved through, through dialogue, through, uh, or, you know, dare I say, back in the old, old days of franchising in the UK, well before my time and yours, um, <laughs> uh, maybe through expulsion as well. But now it's more, more of a conversation. And I think what yeah. happens is, um, you know, removing that those sort of those sorts of barriers sort of lets franchising work the way it should. I, think. I mean, this is my view of it. Uh, franchising is about mutual success, yeah. mutual wins. Everybody wins, um, and it's not about fighting over a slice of the pie. It's about making that pie bigger. Yeah, uh, there's a book about it somewhere. That's a good way of looking at it. Um, and um, and yeah, uh, so if we're all pushing for uh, for, for uh, you know for the same thing, or just pushing for franchising um, for the industry for our part in it, doing our bit in it. It actually helps everybody else around us. Um, yeah. So, yeah, it's again community. There is an element of community yeah. to it, um, but it's it's really interesting. Uh, I mean, can I go off on another bit? Yeah. Uh, that's right. Because uh, one thing that we found um, is that we have um, we work with a lot of care care franchises, domiciliary care, predominantly in the UK, and um, um, what we found is that the, there's almost like a bit of an economies of scale situation okay. on the site. So the more care brands we got. The more care buyers we got on the site, That's not because we're searching for, searching for individual brands, because most people come onto the site by searching a long tail thing on um, a long tail searching on Google. So it'll be like a I don't know a cafe for sale, a cafe business for sale in um, Basingstoke or something like that, or a, um, a care business in Lincolnshire, something like that. It'll be yeah. a, you know that sort of a, a, a search. So they'll land on a on a page, but because um, the, you know all these brands were pushing out, making noises in their own way, they. Each of their their their, 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 their inquiry levels started rising as a result of it. That's they've all recruited as a result of it. They've all recruited more as a result of it. And it's, it's not just our platform that will be happening on. They'll be happening on others as well. Um, but it was just a, it was just a clear cut example of how you could see everybody pushing in the same way. Mm. That collective energy, sort of helping everybody else around them. And, yeah. and everybody, you know, everybody else, if I'm putting a unit of work in and it's benefiting somebody else, yeah. somebody else's unit of work is also benefiting me. And you could sort of measure it in numbers and it was quite, it was quite cool. Sorry, I had, I just had to throw that in there as well. That's quite interesting. That, that's kind of similar to how a franchise network works. Like when each individual business is doing well, the whole yeah, it's, franchise it's, brand it does well. Energy, so it's that, uh, yeah. Uh, it, it, exactly, we propel each, we, we propel each other forward. Yeah. Um, that's what I love about the industry as well. This is why I like franchising. Uh, I can't let it go, uh, <laughs> even ten years in. Um, but yeah, no, it's uh, it's it's all about creating the right energy 
Yeah. And the right people as well. Oh, um, definitely. Because it's not for everybody. No. Uh, franchising isn't for everybody. Like, you know, there, there's some people, uh, there are some misconceptions out there about franchising, which uh, which do make me a little bit sad because it's not, you know, it's not fair. Um, but you can see well how people arrive at those conclusions. But but when once you're in the industry, you kind of see what it is. It's like, you know, it's not you're not buying a job. No. Um, you really aren't. You, no. you are running a business. You're making all the all the all the tough decisions that a business owner would have to make. Um, yeah. But with with support, that, that's you know. But you've got you've got you've got someone someone's hand on your shoulder guiding yeah. you through it. Um, they need you, and you need them, and it works really well together. So I yeah. mean, there's misconceptions. We can go to another podcast, I guess. Um, but yeah. Again, I can't remember where I was going with that. This <laughs> <laughs> happens a lot, doesn't it, Steph? <laughs> it's all right. You've got a lot to say. <laughs> <laughs> Clearly. <laughs> Thanks for having me. So I'm just going to throw you some quick fire oh questions. No. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Go on. I make no apologies. Obviously, you know quite a few brands. So <laughs> if you oh were going to choose your own franchise, oh. if you're going to run a franchise, what brand would you do it in? Oh if you don't want to choose brand, then sector is fine. Okay. Um, Without upsetting any of your clients. Yeah, I know, I know. Okay. <laughs> oh, damn it. I, oh, I don't like you for this. Um, do sector right. then. <laughs> let me think, let me think, let me think. Um, okay, so uh, quite broad actually, because I have thought about this before. Okay. <laughs> yeah. These are my own personal thoughts all coming out now. Okay. Exclusive to you. Um, so for me, some sort of home services brand would work really well for me, okay. Um, because there's a, there's definitely a people element to it, and I'm and I enjoy that personally. I like working with people. Um, I don't mind getting my hands dirty, but I've always enjoyed what I've always enjoyed what Drain Doctor do, for example. I, it's 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 something that everybody needs at some point. Yeah. And it's it's something that I would never want to do, you know, if I had to do it for myself. Okay. I would pay someone else to do it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that. Or, or like, um, like an oven cleaning franchise, you know, or oven really? with those sorts of guys, an oven cleaning franchise. I, I like stuff like that. That, that appeals to me because you do get kind of get mucked in, but it's also stuff that people need done. And um, so you're solving a problem. The other, I mean, I'm giving you, I'm, I'm giving you a non-answer because I'm giving you too many answers now. <laughs> uh, you're being I'm, very diplomatic. I am being very diplomatic. <laughs> but if I was to buy a, a, a franchise, okay. Um, do you know what? I, I'll, I'll pick a drain doctor. Let's just say that. Let's go with drain doctors. I, 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 it appeals to me personally. It works for me. Um, it's. Um, uh, I know the company very well as well. Yeah. I'd buy into that. That's quite interesting. I never would have had you down as someone that would be like hands dirty kind of. Oh, we do that every day, just in a different way. That's that's all. We're all we're all cleaning up stuff. Um, we're all getting our hands dirty. And if you don't, you're not really doing it right. I don't think. Yeah. Um, yeah, no. Don't worry. <laughs> I wear gloves. Got to protect the manicure. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. See, that's what I thought. Anyway, um, it, who in the sector do you admire or get inspiration from and why? Oh, there's too many people. That's not... Oh, God. Um, all right. Um, I mean, I've, I've learned a lot about franchising. There's probably... I can give you a top three if that's all right. Um, so, uh, a, I have my franchise mother. I have two franchise mothers actually. Okay. Um, but um, it's uh, Fiona from Arc Media was my original franchise mother. She still is. Um, she taught me a lot. 
uh, in, in franchising and it was um, you know it was early doors and it was quite quite scary uh, at times and then uh, actually Paul Clegg my Mr. boss Clegg. really yeah, yeah that's true I remember sitting okay. down with him and um, we were talking about um, Gloria Jeans I think it was yeah it was, it was a wicked story uh, it's got a great story to tell but I learned through all those stories I learned a lot and Paul always had this sort of always has this still does have this thing because it's not gone it's still here it's just around the corner from there <laughs> he's um, not listening <laughs> oh good good okay, don't tell him I said nice things um, but Paul always had this sort of fatherly way of sort of like because I, if I missed the point completely he wouldn't say you missed the point it'd sort of guide me back to it yeah um, but he'd teach me something about franchising in the process so uh, Paul's been very good at that yeah, th th you find mentors everywhere. I mean, the yeah. thing is, actually, the, the main mentor is the whole, uh, the whole industry. Because every, every conversation you have at these shows, you, go, you walk away with something. Um, um, you know, for example, those, um, those local listings I described, those geo-targeted adverts, they came out of a conversation um, with... Uh, it was a cleaning brand. Um, Eco-Clean? Eco-Clean, yes, yeah. Um, I remember having a conversation with them at one of these shows. And um, we'd, we'd all had a couple, couple of small beers. And, um, no. We, I mean, we, we, got to get into, we, we cut to the chase quite quickly on one, one point. Which, um, this, they were my clients. And, uh, you know, they got decent leads. But I think it was that, that frog's problem basically came up. Yeah. Which is, uh, came up to me and said, look, what I'll do is I'll give you, how about like, you just give me one lead and you know that's going to convert into a franchise. And I'll give you a grand for it. Uh, and uh, not not me personally, but you know the company. Yeah. No, no, no backhanders involved. I mean, if you're handing cash out, I literally a brown envelope at a franchise show. It's a world competition. Um, no, no, never. But actually, that that was one of the seminal conversations. So I've got to give give a shout out. It was Paul from EcoClean. Um, he um, yeah he he set set something into motion. And actually, I can draw a straight line back through numerous conversations with even our, even our Adam here, Adam Lovelock. Um, about targeting because what it told, taught me was the importance of targeting yeah. and going after well, doing as near as damn it as you can but going after you, uh, you know, thinking about where you're, where you're marketing yeah. who you're talking to how you're talking to them all that, all that sort of good stuff um, but in the context of what we do yeah. is where you, know, you get a million and a half people to the site every month how do you know they're the right people for you how do you know they're going to do they're going to buy a franchise, or are you just wasting people's time and yours? Yeah. Calling them. And that, that conversation taught me a lot because I was like, I know what he needs. He needs targeting. So, local listings, uh, geo targeted listings, were born off that conversation because he wanted that. And then, um, we, we, you know, as, as with these things, they keep evolving and they keep growing. And, and uh, we got to a situation where we started um, building out content for, um, uh, for franchisors, mainly on the resale side of things because we're. Uh, that we play a big part in that industry. Um, but in us creating the content, we were able to optimize it for the site and get better people on there. And I remember okay. um, had a call back, I think this was this was uh, Agency Express, I think we were talking to. And um, they, were, they were one of the first people that we tried it with and they said, yeah, let's, let's go for it. We've got this really tricky resale that we want to get, uh, get sold uh, as quickly as we possibly can. What can you do? So I said, we're going to do this. Um, we're gonna we're gonna rewrite it, do email campaigns, optimize it, target it right, um, and uh, we'll get your franchisee. And I think that campaign got maybe got over the course of six months got three leads. 
So okay. six months down the line, um, uh, <laughs> I'm walking up to this stand really nervously thinking, damn it, I really hope they got a buyer out of this. Got three leads, you know, you know there's a one percent conversion rate. How's that going to happen? Anyway, it turns out uh, the first leader they got off of that ad bought the business and bought another territory next wow. to it as well. So, <laughs> wow. you know, that was great. But then um, the call back to the conversation back at the, uh, I think it was the Olympia show, was that Paul from Ego Clean said, I'll give you a grand. How much should I charge the Agency Express? I charged them a grand for that. Oh, <laughs> 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 uh, yeah, anyway, uh, an another long-winded story. I don't know where, where are we Sorry. going from where with that? Where was I going with that? <laughs> we were talking about people you admire, but it's fine. Um, the whole industry. The whole, the industry. whole industry, yeah, that's yeah. what you were saying. Salim, if there is anything you could change about the franchise sector, what would it be? Mm, okay. Um, I think education is important. Um, and I think we do we do a good job of it um, as an industry. We really do. We do it in our own ways. Um, I do feel that, you know, there's, there's more to be done. Yeah. Uh, there's always more to be done. Um, yeah in a good way in a good way it's not like we're missing any tricks or anything like that but i can see i see a real opportunity in educating people who aren't in the franchise bubble already um about franchising um through more of the usual business channels because um franchising you know when you have a, a, a franchise show for example sometimes what it could do is it could create i mean th th these shows are really good because they do actually do actually help educate people who don't know anything about franchising. They do draw, draw those people in. Yeah. Uh, more of that, I think, is, yeah. is, is we can carry on doing that, but really expand the bubble out as wide as we possibly can. Get as many business people, entrepreneurs, thinking about franchising, not as franchising, but just another way of doing business. Yeah. Um, I think the word franchise can sometimes mean two things to people. It can either mean an opportunity or it can mean a scam uh, or a yeah. threat. Yeah. or not a real business uh, you know yeah. i'm losing control everyone wants control of their business but yeah i think educating about that element of um aspect of, of franchising you know maybe remove the word franchise from it <laughs> at times <laughs> you know it's, it's a way it's a, it's the model of doing business it is a business it is yeah We're talking about it in business terms of business people i think would be great uh, there's a we, we, that's how we work uh but then uh, you know roughly 30 percent of our 1.5 million one and a half million audience a month is interested in franchising. Yeah. What about the rest of them? Yeah. <laughs> you know, which, yeah, so with more education. Keep, keep educating. Education and yeah. just letting people know yeah. what it is. There was so a really good survey that we put out, actually. Um, that I think it, it taught us, again, I won't go off on a long one, I promise. Um, they taught us something, which uh, there, there were some ordinary facts in there, to, to us ordinary, but then we put them out there. They were, they were like mind-blowing things to other okay. people. Like, you know, what we thought was really, yeah, yeah, yeah that makes sense. Yeah. Uh, was absolutely mind-blowing and extraordinary and, and extraordinarily helpful to a lot of people who weren't in that bubble already or who, who, who weren't in my bubble. Yeah. Um, so it's about popping bubbles or making the bubble bigger, I don't know, something like that. Yeah. Uh, but throwing out those numbers, getting people involved, younger and younger ages, yeah. um, that, that I think is, is sound. Yeah. So in terms of, um, you've answered the question <laughs> that, was, that was next on my... Go on, no, you can ask it again. I'll do it again. No, no, I'll do it's again. fine, it's fine, it's, it's fine. Right. I'll do a bit um, of it this time. I'll, I'll just move on <laughs> to the next one. In terms of um, the lead sources for recruitment, what would you say is one of the best? Um, <laughs> oh, there isn't one best. 
I'm really sorry. It's going to be a diplomatic answer. That's fine. Um, it's horses for courses. Was that every every brand has a different one? But for me, um, you need to have a broad spread of marketing. Uh, you can't put all your eggs in one basket and expect it all to work. Uh, for example, coming to a show without doing any online or any PR uh, or anything social um, probably puts your show attendance at a disadvantage as well. Um, a broad spread is, is good, but whatever what I would say is that when you do whatever spread you put out there. You use you you target your spend. You you, you get your leads from places where you, you know your buyers are going to be, yeah. where your people are going to be. Um, yeah. So you know, it, it might be an industry site. It might be an industry publication, uh, a non-franchise. So yeah, you yeah. Know, to, let's say let's say you know if you're a care business, uh, we're going to franchise. Maybe advertising a care uh, some sort of a care forum, yeah. care care publication. So I think tar- whatever you do, just target it. That, that's that's the main thing. Yeah, um, I would say there's no no one ring to rule them all. I think you have to do all of it and it all works together quite harmoniously. Yeah. What's the saying? Um, the whole is greater than the sum of its parts. Yeah. That, that effect yeah. happens when yeah, you do that. Yeah, definitely. And that's something that we definitely advocate is understand your target audience, then you know where they are and then you know how to speak to them. So that's, yeah. yeah. Celine, 100%. what do you most enjoy about being part of the franchise industry? Oh, um... <laughs> I was going to say Apart the Apart from all your events. <laughs> I was going to say the event. <laughs> <laughs> no, you can say that if you want. <laughs> no, no, do you know what it is? It's a, social, it's a social aspect of it because it is a very sociable industry and, um, and knowing good people. Yeah. Um, I learn a lot from, uh, from these events. I think it's, it's very nourishing, um, very nourishing sort of uh, industry. Like everybody's happy to share knowledge and I yeah. love learning um, new stuff. So... For me, it's it's the learning aspect of it, seconded by the supported by the people aspect, the social yeah. the social element that includes the events as well. Yeah, people in this industry are amazing. <laughs> They're good people. Good yeah, people. you are a people person. Um, final question. Oh. Um, reflecting back on your life before you came into franchising, what would you tell your past self is the most surprising thing that you've learned about the franchise industry? Hmm. Okay, so I didn't have the best experience of franchising before I came to franchising. Okay. Um, so a company that I work with um, tried franchising, um, but now I know did it the wrong way. So I would take that learning back, and if I if I knew if I knew what I knew about franchising now, that there is a process to it. Like you know, there's yeah. definitely a humanity to it, and it works best when it's human. Um, but taking you know the amount of work it takes to get a franchise run, there's no shortcuts. No. Really, uh, I would take that bit back, uh, that knowledge of what's actually required to uh, the building blocks that are required to build a franchise, um, build a business that can be franchised. Um, that that's the bit that I would learn to take back, to. and then and then with that, we, you know, the, we would we'd have had much more success in our in our endeavours. But um, yeah, that's that's the bit that I would take back is the okay. amount of work it actually takes to do it right. Yeah. And because because of that work, it can be done right. Yeah. Yeah. Salim, it's been really interesting talking to you. I've learned Cheers. a lot about you as well. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for putting up with me. That's <laughs> all right. If anyone wanted to find out about your website, how to find a website, yeah. uh, how to find franchise or a franchisor wanted to explore options yeah. with you, how do they find you? Well, um, our website is one of the ways. Um, so we're www.businessesforsale.com. Um, we're an international brand, so 
you know, that'll take you to the international page. But we, you can also just give us a call. Um, am I allowed to plug a, a yeah. shamelessly plug a phone number on it? So yeah, so, so our main line is uh, 0207-324-1930. Give us a uh, give us a call. We, we, you know, it doesn't all have to be by email, but you can just find out information on the site as well. But Luke's our guy. Um, who looks after all that stuff? I'm I'm also intimately involved because I can't let franchising go. Uh, I love it, uh, but yeah, that's um, give us a shout. We're always at these events. Um, drop us a line, um, get in touch, or come into the office like a lot of people just do. <laughs> just, just find us at six to eight Sycamore Street in London. Warm side. <laughs> uh, no, no, not quite warm side. EC1Y, oh, okay. I think it is. Okay. Uh, EC1Y zero SW. Okay. Beautiful office. Come come and experience the lodge. <laughs> Brilliant. Thank you very much. Uh, thank you. Thanks for having me.